You just put the needle on a really unique record album. Here is a complete disc jockey show with all the... Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 20th of May, 2021. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I have a really cool show lined up for you guys today, so uh, settle down, whatever you're doing. Open your ears and check it out. It's going to be really cool. It's a little different from what I normally do, uh, but I think there's a lot to be gained out of this talk. I did a little bit of preparation. And it should be cool. Anyways, I hope you're doing good out there, uh, staying sane through these these crazy times that we're living through. That's really all you can do. Uh, expecting to change the entire world and change other people is unrealistic, although it's a noble pursuit. It might drive you crazy. Everyone is uh, at their own level of understanding and expecting to make everybody think the way that you think or realize the things that you know is uh, it's just not going to happen and it's going to lead you into being disappointed. So make the most of what you got and be thankful if you have a couple close friends who put up with you and listen to the crazy things you talk about and hear about on this podcast or maybe others. Uh, and, and you know, make the most out of life. So that that's really all you can do. Me, personally, I've been getting outdoors a lot. It's been really nice weather here. It's about to rain today, but other than that, it's it's been really nice. I went on a long nine-mile hike yesterday through the mountains. Beautiful area. Just amazing. It was extremely windy, but it was still cool. Better than staying home and, and doing nothing. So, yeah, it was windy, but still nice. And I think it's important that people get out into nature and just get away from everything. Get away from people and the television and news and social media and just enjoy existing and, and and you don't have to be comparing yourself to everybody else in the world all the time. You could just be out and, and just chilling, you know? That's what I'm all about. And I was, I was driving back from the mountains yesterday. There was this guy behind me, and he like just showed up out of nowhere. And he's driving super fast behind me on this windy mountain road. And I'm in this old boxy Jeep that, you know, I got to go slow, man. I drive like a grandma. I'm high all the time. Like, I I can't be going fast, dude. I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to deal with that shit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, this guy's driving like a dick behind me, and I pull over. I'm like, whatever, just pass me. I ain't got time for this shit. Like, just because you're in a hurry doesn't mean that I have to be in a hurry. That's my my whole logic with tailgating. Like, dude, just because you're late doesn't mean that I'm late. I'm enjoying this this nice little drive here. So I let him pass me, and whenever that happens, I kind of think, man, I fucking wish I was a cop. It's the only time I'll ever wish that I was a cop. Because you never, there's never a cop around when you need one. They always show up afterwards or something. It's like, man, I kind of want to pull some motherfuckers over, you know? Give them a ticket, fuck up their day for driving like a dick. But of course, there was no cop, and whatever. You know, I'm not a cop. I never will be. So I pull over and let him pass. And then, uh, this has never happened before ever in the history of the world. But five minutes later, I'm driving and I see the guy pulled over on the side of the road. Ha! So he got what was coming to him. And that was my day. Uh, but other than that, I've been reading different books. I'm always reading something. And I think it's important to 
read books that improve you as a person, not just to read books for entertainment purposes. Although that's important too to read like works of fish, fiction and, and stuff like that, but <clears throat> to to read books that help you grow as a person and help you put the pieces of life together and understand what we're doing here and and make it so you have as good of a life as possible. So reading self-improvement books and um, these books that take instances and philosophies from the great people throughout history and compile them all into to a philosophy of it of its own that just helps you live a better life. So I think it's important to read books like that and, and people like Earl Nightingale or, or Tony Robbins or uh, you know anything like that because there's there is something to be gained with it. I don't necessarily agree with like the whole new age you know manifesting mindset, although that does have a purpose. Um, I think you have to take action, and there's there's a certain way of doing that. And one of the main things that will help you the most in life that a lot of people are neglecting, and I think it's it's affecting them in a negative way is uh, having goals, setting and having goals. It's extremely important. Probably the most important thing in life is to have goals and to know where you're going because it gives you a structure and it gives you a purpose. And accomplishing goals is, is what makes you feel joy, along with helping others and learning. But this is all this all goes along with having goals. You have to know where you're going in order to get there. Depressed people don't have goals or they've given up on them and now they feel worthless. So you really have to set your goal, think about what you want to do and find out a way to get there. It's not always easy, but you got to be persistent. If you pursue something that you're passionate about and you start, you're passionate about and you start to see progression, that's going to bring you joy. That's going to bring you a purpose. So I, I can't stress the importance of having goals enough. It's it's really, like I said, it's one of the most important things in life. And a lot of people don't they, don't, they don't have any goals. They don't know where they're going. And that leads you to feel worthless. And especially now when we're living in a time when most people don't believe in religion. There's, there's no guiding thing like that. Um, in fact, the... the the new religion of science that they're they're forcing upon us is uh you know it takes away your worth it, it makes it seem like you're you're destroying the planet and your very existence is a detriment to to this world so it makes you feel worthless and on top of that you have no goals and you don't know where you're going you're just drifting along aimlessly it 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 leads to depression it leads to anger it leads to feelings of resentment and just all of these negative emotions. But if you have goals and you break those goals down into a plan and into to steps and then into a daily schedule and you continue to work towards these things, it's going to make you feel a lot better. So, yeah, very few people have actual goals and, and have a purpose in life. You could ask them, hey, why are you doing this? Why do you get up in the morning and go to work every day? They'll say, well... I don't know, just because you have to. I have to do what I got to do. I got to pay rent. I got to pay bills. I got to take care of my kids. 
whatever, you know, but you could say, well, well, where are you trying to go with this? Do you, do you love your job? Is this your dream job? Most people would probably say no. And you could ask them, well, what would your dream job be? Where do you want to see yourself? And a lot of people don't know because they haven't taken the time to sit down and, and think about this shit and like plan things out and actually like write down what they want to do. And you'd be amazed how much that helps you to actually put your plans down on paper and your goals and then figure out a way to work towards that. It's huge. It's like the biggest fucking thing in life. But most people never do that. You know, you're you're always looking outside of yourself for entertainment. A lot of people just wasting fucking time, man. Sitting there watching TV, scrolling through social media, all this worthless bullshit that doesn't help you in any way. Or watching the news and just being downloaded with this fear and this propaganda. That's just, it does nothing for you. It, it's fucking up your life. It's making you view people in a negative way. It's making you view yourself in a negative way. And you're not pursuing anything. You have no purpose. So it fucks you up. So you got to set goals in life and you got to find out ways to achieve them. The people who have goals and they work hard to achieve them and they remain persistent, these are the people who succeed in life. And I'm not trying to say that I have everything figured out or I've fucking accomplished everything that I've ever wanted to do. But I, I do have goals and I got some shit that I'm working towards. And I know that I feel a lot better about myself and about the people around me and about the world in general when I'm actually pursuing these goals and I'm making moves to to do what I want to do. It makes me feel better. So I, I hope you guys can do the same and, and you really think about this because it's going to bring improvement to your life. So the first thing you got to do is you set your goals. Think about like what do you want out of life? Why are you here? You're, you should be here to enjoy life. And, and do the shit that you want to do. I know I talk about some, some fucked up stuff on this podcast because there's some fucked up shit going on in the world. And in order to change it, you got to at least know what's going on. You got to know the truth. I think really above goals and above all that, the most important thing in life is the truth. And uh, so, yeah, you do have to acknowledge the bad. But that doesn't mean you got to be down all the time and feeling like shit and pointing out all the horrible things in life. There is good stuff too. So think about what you want out of life. What kind of family do you want? How how can you get that? What, what can you do to improve your situation with your family right now? Who should you call? Have you told your mom that you love her or your dad or your kid or whatever the fuck? Because they'd probably appreciate that and it'd probably make you feel good too. Because when you make other people feel good, it makes you feel good. What kind of friends do you want? Do you have the friends? Are, are your friends helping you get to the places that you want to go? Or are they bringing you down? You know, it's, it's okay to leave some friends behind. We get to certain points in our life where you just, you're not compatible with these people anymore. They served a purpose in the past. But that doesn't mean that they're well-suited to be with you in the future. So uh, choose your friends wisely. You know, you're going you're gonna to adopt the tendencies of the people who you hang around with. So be careful who you're friends with. And hopefully you're surrounded by people who, who can teach you things and bring you joy and uh, help you succeed in life and, and help you reach your goals. 
if you're if you're around someone and you're talking about the goals that you have and they're just not listening or they you know they just don't care or they change the subject, flip it around onto them, which is pretty much what everyone always does. I mean, that's just the way people are. And I'm going to talk about that later. Uh, but but if and if they just try to discourage you and, and talk shit, then you don't need them in your fucking life. And everyone has a bad day. I'm not saying you should cut everyone off or cut somebody off the moment they do something like that because it's always depending on the circumstances and the situation. But you want people that are that are going to lift you up and help you through help you through what you're going through and and help you to reach your goals. So think about what you want in your family, think about what you want out of your friends and what kind of friends you want and what you want to see, what kind of job do you want? What what do you want to do for your community? How do you want to change the world? What do you love and how can you center your life around that and make it so you get to do that every day? So write this shit down. It's it's important to write down your goals. You really should be doing this like every day or and looking at it too and, and remembering why you're here because it gives you a purpose. This is so important to have a purpose. Like I said, especially now when there's no like uh, religious aspect to life, people are just drifting aimlessly and, and they have no self-importance. It's really important to to write write your goals down and know what you want to do and know that you're working towards that shit. So a little homework assignment for you guys is to get a piece of paper and write down your goals. Write down things that you want to happen in your life. Write down something that you want to be. And it doesn't matter how crazy it is or how far-fetched or unlikely it is to ever happen. Write it down. And, and uh, at least you're making that move. That's the first step is to figure out what you want. Because if you don't know what you want, you don't know where you're going and you'll never get there. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's very simple. But it's the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing in life. So figure out what you want. Write it down. Write down your goals. And then break down those goals into tasks, into smaller steps. And then, then you have a plan. Then you, then now you're rolling. You got the ball rolling. And then you take this plan, these little steps, these tasks that that help you to achieve your goal. And then you turn that into a schedule, and you set deadlines. Because if you don't have a deadline, shit's just not going to get done. And this is something in the business world that a lot of people talk about: is setting concrete deadlines. And um, setting high goals, whether it's you know a financial, we're trying to sell this many units, or we're trying to build this many houses, or whatever the fuck, you know, ship this many grains of rice. I don't know. I don't know what people do in the business world, but shit like that, they do stuff like that. <laughs> so you got to have a deadline, otherwise you're just gonna be like you're never gonna get shit done. And it doesn't matter if you don't set, you know, or if you don't achieve your goals uh, by every deadline, at least you have something like like a time frame. Because if you don't have a time frame, then it's just, it's just not going to get done. So write your goals down, break them down into tasks, break them into steps. Then you have a plan and then make that into a schedule, set deadlines, and then just keep being persistent. Try to do it every day. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to get everything done that you want to do, but at least you're doing something. 
At least you're working towards it. And that's what's, that's all you can do. And you're going to start seeing results if you're just persistent. So, yeah, I can't stress the importance of writing down your goals. I can't stress that enough. It's very important. And once again, don't talk about your goals with negative people. Some people are just like a fucking black hole and they never have anything good to say. We've all met people like this. They're going to talk shit about your goals. And these are always people who've never done anything cool themselves. They're fucking losers. That's just the way they are. They're always going to be like that. And you shouldn't waste your time trying to change them or trying to, you know, convince them how you're going to succeed because they're just fucking douchebags, man. You know, got to waste your time with people like that. Uh, And if other people, you know, on the other hand, there's people who are very encouraging. You know, it's kind of rare, but if you're surrounded by the right kind of people, you'll be able to talk to people about your goals and they'll be encouraging. And they're going to help you along, and you should do the same for them. You should always be encouraging and uh, helpful when when it comes to to what people want to do. Unless someone wants to be a fucking serial killer, rapist, racist, fucking, I don't know, what, whatever. But who's who has those kind of goals? I don't think anybody does. They make it seem like everybody has that fucking goal, but I don't see it as being realistic. So once again, just just so you know... The reason why it's so important to have goals is because you need a destination. And you could think about it, you could compare it to like a boat. Some fucking freight liner in the middle of the Pacific Ocean coming here from China to bring a bunch of TVs and and humans, human trafficking boat. Just kidding. But, you know, something, a, a giant freight liner, a big boat. And the captain of this boat, you can ask him, walk up to the captain, be like, hey, where are you taking this boat? He knows exactly where he's going when he's going to get there, and how he is going to get there. He knows the exact route he's going to take. He knows when he's going to be fucking sliding into that port and all that shit. You got to be the captain of your own boat, and you got to know where you're going. You don't got to know exactly, but you better have a good fucking idea or else you're not going to be where you want to be. I mean, it's as simple as that. You're going to be lost. You're going to be lost in the ocean there's going to be a fucking hurricane, and you're going to drown. Your boat, you're going to lose all your fucking TVs, all your human trafficking, and you're fucked. And uh, you got to remember the road. The road to accomplishing your goals is going to have some bumps in it. But you got to get through it. You got to know where you want to end up, and you got to have an idea of when you, you'll get there. And, and you'll figure it out along the way. You're going to fail. Shit's going to get fucked up. So what? At least you're doing something. That's more than a lot of people can say in life. That's more than 99% of people can say. And uh, like I said, you're going to start seeing some results if you start doing this. So if you don't get there at the time you want, adjust your strategy. Figure out some new shit to do and remain persistent. The importance of persistence can't be overstressed. Got to keep going for it, man. I heard the story of this guy with this fucking club foot. (laughs) He had like half a foot. His name was Tom Dempsey. He was born without toes on his right foot or fingers on his right hand. And, uh, you know, that would suck, right? (laughs) No toes, no fingers. This this kind of thing happens. But the, the one thing this guy wanted to do was be a football player. Can you believe that? 
It's like, dude, you're never going to be a football player. You're fucked. You have half a foot. No fingers. What are you going to do? Uh, well, he, his parents hooked him up. They made him like some, some wooden foot. And he practiced every day. And he got into the fucking NFL. And then in 1970, he was playing, well, he played for the Saints. And he was playing, I think it was like the Detroit Lions or something. And there was fucking two seconds left on the clock. The dude's a kicker. Which is arguably the hardest position to play in football. Because the whole fucking game, like you could do nothing all game. And then the last second of the game, the whole shit is riding on your shoulders. And you could either make it or miss it and everyone hates you. If you make it, you're the hero. If you miss it, everyone hates you. So he's playing for the Saints. 1970. And uh, yeah, like two seconds left on the clock, dude steps up for the longest field goal in NFL history. In the history of the fucking world, 63 yards. This had never been done at this point. Fucking club foot, no finger, no toe having motherfucker. And he stepped up and he made the field goal and won the game. So, you know, miss me with that excuses shit. Tom Dempsey, look him up. Kicking field goals from 63 yards with half a foot. And that's pretty fucking cool. 63 yards, man. (laughs) It's a cool story, man. Um, (laughs) God, I don't know why I find that funny. Where was I? Talking about goals. Cut off half your foot, join the NFL, and kick a 63-year-old Six, six, <laughs> yeah, kick a 63 year old <laughs> with half a foot. <laughs> what am I talking about? Does this make sense? Um, now you have to remember fortune favors the bold. You got to go out there and you got to try it, you got to go for it. No idea is too crazy. Everyone. You know, when fucking Alexander Graham Bell was talking about talking to people through some line, everyone was like, that's fucking crazy, Alex. You don't know what you're talking about. Tom, you're never going to get that light bulb to work. You know, you're an idiot. And uh, Ford, cars are never going to be a thing. Everyone, Everyone rides horses, so fuck off. Every great idea is ridiculed. Become before it becomes commonplace. So so don't. Sometimes it's better not even to mention your ideas because people are gonna shit all over them. But it doesn't mean you can't achieve them. You know, like the, every crazy idea that was ridiculed, a lot of that shit has become commonplace, everyday stuff. You know, like the internet. The internet's fucking crazy. Satellites, if you believe in those, crazy stuff. It's crazy technology. Airplanes, rocket ships. Yeah, <laughs> god damn it, this isn't making sense. Is this still making sense? Uh, so the reason people get depressed is because they aren't living up to their potential. People aren't living up to their potential because they have no goal. If you're pursuing your goal, then you're utilizing your potential and, and you're working towards that and you're making shit happen. It makes you feel good. But if you aren't living up to your potential... 
then you're fucked. So the reason people get depressed, because they aren't living up to their potential. The reason people aren't living up to their potential, because they aren't following their goals. The reason they aren't following their goals, because they probably haven't even made any. And the reason they haven't made any goals is because they haven't stopped to ask themselves what they want. They don't know what their goals are. And the reason they don't know what they want is because they don't know themselves. They haven't taken the time to think about who they are, what they want, what what they need out of life, what they love. So the, f- the first thing you got to do, you got to know yourself. You got to find out what you want. You got to set your goals to get where you want to be. And then make it happen. Make a schedule. Make, make a fucking, have a plan, have a deadline. And even if you fail, at least you tried. At least you went for it, man. And that's more than most people can ever say. The hardest part is getting started, and you'll figure it out from there. And just just know that an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Momentum is is working in your favor, or it can work against you. So think about that. I'm going to play this song. I'll get back to you in a minute. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Come along, come on. Nothing less, nothing less. Well, I bet you that I get the last laugh. Bet you that my funeral's packed and the tune you all blast is my crew shit. New shit or old, it don't matter. Boat, I get swolled in the zone where you gather. I'm alone, but together with the folks. Not really knowing where I'm going, but my goal's to provoke thoughts. Devote lots, show some fools the ropes to hop. Scope the top from above it, love it, then leave it alone. I believe that I'm grown, showing the way. Owing the bay for going astray, now I'm blowing away. Like that bag in American Beauty, truly blessed. And nothing less, nothing I'm less. nothing less than a criminal with minimal convictions. Serving up my customers, a hustler of addiction. Crushing my afflictions, I'm sick in the mind. Depends on who you ask, and I can do anything depending on the task. I tend to be on blast more often than not. Between a rock and a hard place, I soften my spot. Talking a lot, that's if my CD's getting played. But if that's not the case, then I had nothing to say. My crew been tight since we was up in the bay. Been down for a while, now watch us as we take it up and away. Something to play with. You laying on back Felt the love when I wrote this So I know y'all feeling What I'm saying on tracks Nothing less Nothing less And nothing less Nothing less And nothing less Nothing less First step was birth Now forever cursed To analyze his self-worth The second step was belief Had to make that move Before he even grew teeth Third step, respect, awareness He can trip over the next step if he's careless That next step, number four was love Can't touch it without stepping the other three above As he froze for a moment, ignoring the remaining ones he was approaching Focus, stolen, looking down at his hands to see what he was holding Nothing empty, no choice but to keep going The fifth step, felt like a misstep It was a re-evaluation of the first four The anxiety, fear of what it hurts for Caught somewhere between the earth's core and the first floor When he finally made it to step six he could no longer see it for what it is all of his views and family and life were askew number six had been twisted by the previous two the last step the seventh was the only thing left that kept him outside of heaven one last breath and everything could be pleasant life through death man's final lesson nothing less nothing less nothing less 
Nothing less, God bless the days I rest in this mess called life. Trying to be the best for the best dress. Female, but she just brings hell in the wishing well. I drop pieces of my soul, born to rebel. I'm the black James Dean of the underground, yelling at shows. Like rallies in Cali, I blow bomb under the trees, wannabes. Talk shit all day, but don't gotta tape to play, nothing genuine to say. So they bite the next man. Like they're gonna make them the best man in this crusade. The future looks black, like Tay Diggs' forehead. We can't go ahead and let the whack break our spirit. Nothing less, nothing less, nothing less. I know my expectations are high, but I refuse to lay low. No compromises, only if arises from what I manifest in the mind. Even though they say no, I follow through if it's true. You know those type of serious questions that are asked in a playful manner. So if assumptions are wrong, they can act like it's a joke. What do you do for a living? That's the words they spoke when they first heard that I wrote to stay alive while they work a nine to five. I work just as hard as you, but got a different focus. And while you focus on me, I'ma be all that I am. Unless I am, while others run at the map with nothing to show I'ma use what I know, manipulating my flow from here to there I origami the situation from what is considered unsuitable to something beautiful The outcome is legendary, and nothing less That was Living Legends Featuring Slug of Atmosphere, nothing less Been a while since I heard that one painted a picture of this song. How do you paint a picture of a song? I did it when I was 14 years old. Might even still be up. Nah, I don't think it's still up on the wall in my high school, my old high school. I'm not that good of a painter. <laughs> They're probably like, this shit sucks. They cover that shit up the next semester. Okay, so we got our goals out of the way. We know the importance of goals. Hopefully you, you have your piece of paper out and you wrote some goals. Get more pussy. That was your one goal you wrote down. Hey, more power to you. Or if you're a woman, get more dicks. <laughs> Is that a goal of anyone? I don't know. Probably. Um, no, but hopefully you have something. Something tangible. Something somewhat realistic, but it doesn't have to be. Go to the moon. Go to fucking Pluto. I don't give a fuck. At least you're doing something. <laughs> uh, but after that, so you got your goals. But you can't pursue your goals and you're never going to achieve anything without ideas. This whole world, this whole life, everything ever cool, everything cool that anyone's ever done has started as an idea. Every word, every sentence, every book, all that shit. The mind, are, the mind is the maker of everything and the mind works through ideas. We don't know where ideas come from. Some say they come from angels. Some say they come from the subconscious, the collective unconscious. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows. That's why the mind is such a mysterious place. But every invention, every piece of writing, every poem, every parable, every advancement of humankind in any way has been the result of an idea. And ideas go through stages. Arthur Schopenhauer once said that all truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it's accepted as being self-evident. And that is so true. <clears throat> like I said earlier about the guy who invented the telephone, everyone was like, that's crazy, it's never going to work. He was ridiculed. And then secondly, you know, he, he started making it. And everyone's like, well, I'm just going to fucking use my pigeon to talk to people. I'm going to throw my pigeon out. <laughs> 
fuck your phone. And then uh, third, it was like, ah, now everyone has a phone. Now the phone is used for mind control every day. <laughs> so your mind, your mind and the ideas that your mind come up with, it is the most powerful tool that you have at your disposal. It's more powerful than anything else. It's, you know, it's like more valuable than money because it can help you get money. It can help you create money. It's more valuable than, I don't know, any other, a shovel. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool that you have a mind that you can build up and, and use and it'll help you achieve things. So but don't, don't take that shit for granted. You, you, for granted use it use your mind cultivate your mind learn everything you can and it will do more for you than than anything else in your life and you got to write down the ideas that pop into your head the importance of writing things down can't be overstated because it makes it a tangible clear thing this is a tactic you use in sales too if you're trying to sell someone a car and you're just like sitting down at your desk and you're like yeah the car is $54,372 and your payments are going to be Eight hundred and fifty-three dollars for eighty-four months, and uh, you're saying all this shit—it's flying way over their head. It doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem like a good deal. But if you're writing it down and you're showing it to them, and you're making adjustments and you're you're writing this shit down, it, it makes a huge difference. And then and then you make them sign the paper too. You know, that's a, that's a little trick for them too. Put put your John Hancock down there. You got to write shit down. It makes stuff more real. I don't know why. I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you. Uh, so write down 20 ideas. It doesn't matter how crazy they are. Write down some ideas. It could be, like I said, go to Pluto fucking in a fucking tuna can. I don't fucking know. Write down some ideas. And it doesn't matter how if they're any good or if they're bad or if they're crazy or, or whatever. You just want to exercise that creative part of your mind. You're, you're exercising a part of your mind that a lot of people don't even access anymore. And the reason why is because we've been trained to be obedient order followers. That's that's what school was designed to do. And along with, you know, the, the divisive politics that we're brainwashed into, the, the media, movies, shows, it's all indoctrinating you. It's all cre- causing you to be this non-thinking robot. And fuck that, because that people want to control you. That's that's what this whole life is about. There's a segment of people who are parasitic and they live off of you, and uh, the only way they can survive is by you working for them and and helping them along. And that's just the way shit works. But fuck that. Be an individual. Be creative. Be weird. Don't be afraid of what people think. The number one fear that people have is public speaking. That's that's a well-known thing. It's the people are more afraid of that than dying or falling off a cliff or getting blown up by a nuclear bomb or any horrific thing. They're afraid of public speaking, and the reason why is because they think if they fuck up, everyone's gonna laugh at them. But that never happens. I mean, it's very rare. You might see it in some movies or something, but most of the time, when you're speaking in front of a crowd, the people are pretty. Um, they're on your side. They want to see you succeed because it's uncomfortable for everyone when you fuck up, you know, because they're putting themselves in your shoes and they're like, oh my God, this is fucking embarrassing. So, you know, most of the fears we have, it's never going to happen. And uh, people are afraid of being laughed at. That's like the most demeaning thing that can happen to someone. But a lot of the time when you think that's going to happen, it's just not going to happen. And then when it does, it's not a big deal. Fuck it. So 
Another thing ideas are going to help you with is if you have a problem. If you have a problem, instead of freaking out and fucking going crazy, just sit down and try to think of a way through it. Write some, write some ideas down on what, on what you can do. And uh, that'll prevent you from making some, some stupid decisions. You know, life is full of problems. Shit happens. It's unavoidable. What what will define you as a person and what will, you know, determine if you're successful or unsuccessful will be the way that you deal with the problems. Successful people, it's not like they don't have problems. They have more problems than anyone. Because with more success, more money, more responsibility comes more problems. It's the way that you deal with the problems. Successful people know how to deal with problems. They don't freak out. They think. And they they fucking figure they figure it out. People who freak out, they get themselves into trouble. You know, you you go to fucking jail. You'll you'll embarrass yourself. You'll you'll die. You'll get killed. Who knows? Kill yourself. But the people who logically think through their problems and come up with ideas on how to solve them, these are the people who make it in life. And you want to be that. You want to be that guy. That's the way to be, man. Not saying it's gonna be easy. You know, there will be times when. Uh, it doesn't look like you have very many options, but, uh, you know, do what you can. Do what you can. Try to think of a new idea every day. Try to think of multiple ideas. Keep an idea book. It doesn't mean every every idea you're going to come up with will be usable or will be good, but I guarantee you if you're writing down 10 ideas a day or even five or whatever, 100 ideas a week, 20 a day, I don't fucking know what you're doing, one or two of those will be good. And at least you're working out that part of your mind that is that is helping you be creative. To because being a creative thinker is uh, it's great. I mean, it's it's what what makes people special. And I think that's what we're here for in this life is to to create and to to fucking watch things grow and 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 become better. It, it, you're not just meant to live this menial monotonous, boring life where you're doing the same thing every day and everything's always the same. You, you can be weird. You can, you can have ideas. You can make things different. Make life fun. That's what we should be doing here. And there's a story that I heard. It's, it's a funny story, but it, it, there's a lot of truth to it. I believe they call it an allegory or something like that. Maybe a parable. I don't know. I forget the difference. It's called the Acres of Diamonds story. There was once a farmer in South Africa. And this was during the time when they were discovering diamonds there. There was a big diamond rush. Like in California, how there was a gold rush? Well, there was a diamond rush in Africa. And people were flocking from all parts of the world to try their luck at finding diamonds. And this farmer who lived in South Africa, he decided he was going to sell his farm and try his luck at finding some diamonds. So he sold his farm to some other guy, and then he went and joined the prospectors and uh, went and looked for diamonds for years and years and years, but never found anything. He died a poor man, no possessions, no success, no wealth, and uh, nobody cared. Nobody remembered this guy. But the guy he sold the farm to, he continued to farm the land, living his life day by day. And one day, he found this cool-looking rock in this, in this stream on his property, on his farm. And uh, he thought it was cool, picked it up, and put it on the mantelpiece above the fireplace. And it just stayed there for some time. Until one day, he had a friend come and visit him. And he remarked on the stone. And, you know, he said he looked cool. And uh, the guy was a fucking geology aficionado. 
So the dude picks up the rock and looks at it a little little more closely and realizes it was a fucking giant diamond. The biggest diamond ever found in Africa, the biggest diamond ever. And uh, they realize that the property, the farm, that the guy who <laughs> sold so he could go look for diamonds, the, that this farm, this very farm, was full of diamonds, acres and acres of diamonds. The biggest, most fucking valuable diamond mine in the world was right where this, this farm stood. So uh, what's the moral of the story? Well, it's that oftentimes we look outside ourselves for what we need when all along, it's right there within us. You know, it's in our mind. It's in, it's in our ideas, our capabilities, the, the things we can achieve. We can search the globe fucking far and wide looking for all of these things outside of ourselves. But the most useful and awesome thing that you'll ever have is your mind and your ability to create something from nothing, to solve problems, to figure things out. And you could do pretty much anything you dream of. I mean, within within realistic fucking terms. So uh, don't sell all your acres of diamonds to go follow the masses because you think they're doing it right. Follow yourself, man. Look for the fucking diamonds around you, you know? It pays to just be yourself. And this is something that uh, I noticed when I was traveling. Because I, I did a did like a backpacking trip for a few months across Asia, Southeast Asia. And I noticed that there was a lot of people who weren't necessarily there to like experience the culture and experience this this foreign land. They were there to do the same things that they would do at home. You know, like they, they – it just – it was a strange thing to me that all these people would come – across the world to like the farthest fucking corner of the world to do the same shit and be the same person that they were at home. You know, it's like, I I don't know. Does this pertain to this? I I just found it weird, man, that, that people, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, man. But, uh, anyways, I'm gonna play song. On the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from that HIV shit. And niggas know they soft like a Twinkie filling. Playing the villain, prepare for this rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest. Your style is played out like all the wonder what you talking about, Willis. The thrill is gone. The black Frank White is here to excite. Throw dick to dice. Bitches are like I'm brainless. Guns are like I'm stainless steel. I want the fucking fortune like the wind. I squeeze gas till my clips is empty, don't tempt me Here I am, I'll be damned if this ain't some shit Time to spread the blood, the lyrics over harmony grit It's the mood killer death trap Yes, I'm a jet black ninja Coming where you rest at, surrender Step inside the ring, use the number one contender Looking cold booty like your pussy in December Nigga, stop bitching, button up your lippin' From method, all you getting is the can of ass whipping Hey, I'll be kicking, you son, you doing all the Yapping, acting as if it can't happen Your front ain't got me mad enough to touch something You one from Shallon, Allen And ain't afraid to bust something So what you want, nigga? You won't, nigga I got a six-shooter and a horse named Trigger It's real, 94, rugged raw Kicking on your goddamn doors Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit Everything you get, you got to work hard for it Honey, shake your hips, you don't stop Keep on, on. Yeah. Verse 2 Coming with that O.E. brew 
met the cow, putting niggas back in our see you. I'm lifted, true. You can bring your whack ass crew. I got connections, I get that ass stuck like glue. Huh, no question. I'll be coming down and shit. Yo, I guess rugged as a motherfucking carpet get. And niggas love it. Not in the physical form, but in the mental. I spark and these cells get warm. I'm not a gentle. Man, I'm a method, man. Baby, accept it. Utmost respected. Assume the position. Stop looking, listen. I spit on your grave, then I grab my Charles Dickens. Welcome bitch. to my center. Honey's feeling deep in their placenta. Cold as the pole in the winter. Far from the inventor. Well, I got this rap shit sold. And when my Mac unloads, I'm guaranteed another video. Ready to die while I act that way. Pop Duke left Mom Duke. The faggot took the back way. So instead of making hoes suck my dick up, I used to do stick up. Cause hoes is irritating like the hiccups. Excuse me, flows just grow through me. Like trees to branches, cliffs to avalanches. It's the praying mantis, deep like the mind of Farrakhan. A motherfucking rap phenomenon. Plus, I got more glocks and text than you. I make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. Nigga, touch me, you better bust me three times in the head. A motherfucker's dead. You thought so? Yeah. Fuck the yeah. world, don't ask me uh, for shit. Uh -huh. And everything you get, you uh -huh. got to work hard for it. Honey, shake your hips, you don't stop. Yes, sir. Method Man. And Biggie Smalls, only feature on that Biggie album would be that Mr. Method Man there. True story to that song. Ah, okay, I got a little bit more for you. I got a little bit more. You still with me? You still with me? Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about for this little pep talk of this, well, second to last, is the importance of listening. Most people don't listen, and listening is important. It'll help you gain wisdom, it'll make you have better relationships, it'll get you more sales, it'll get you more success at your job, it'll get you more friends, better friends, more opportunities, more understanding, you're going to seem way cooler when you don't say anything, because nobody likes the guy who's blah, 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 all the fucking time. You sound like an idiot, you know, you, you might think you're saying something smart, but pro you're probably not. Uh, it, there's an old saying that goes, it's better to be silent and to be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. And uh, that's that's true. I'll say that again. It's better to be silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. And it's very true. People don't care about what's going on with you. They want to talk about themselves. So if you listen to people and you pay attention to them and you, you make it seem like you're genuinely interested in them and you are genuinely interested, then people will love you. People will fucking love you because that's probably something they're not getting in their life. And it's the reason why marriages fail. It's the reason why relationships fail. It's the reason why a lot of shit fails. It's a lack of communication and a lack of listening and understanding. Because when you listen to other people, you understand them. And uh, that's what people want. You know, Everyone feels like they're misunderstood and that... Uh, People only understand them on like a surface le level and there's all these deeper layers to their existence, which is true. So if you're that person who um, who actually listens to people, that'll that'll get you so much in life, dude. Like you, you want to listen a lot more than you talk. You know, you got two ears and one mouth. So so you want to listen twice as much as you talk. <clears throat> but unfortunately, a problem that we have a lot of us is we talk about ourselves and uh, we don't consider what other people might have going on. And it's because everyone's own favorite subject is themselves. But that's what makes it so special when you meet someone who actually listens to you and who asks those interesting questions that, that mean they're trying to learn more about you. 
No, everyone fucking hates it when you're telling somebody something and then they just turn the conversation around and make it about themselves. That's the most annoying shit. And those type of people don't have very many friends. They're not well liked. They're kind of douchebags. And uh, you maybe you're one of those people. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all been that person at times. Uh, but but try to consciously focus the conversation on the other person, on the person you're talking to. And watch how this changes your relationships and uh, the way you're perceived by other people. It's going to help you a lot. And it's it's something different that, that most people don't do. But it's it's huge. And uh, especially in sales, man, like... Nobody like a prospect who who walks into your wherever you're selling something and you just fucking you want to ask them questions. You want to find out what's going on in their life. What do they need? How can I help you? You know, but if you if some guy walks into your shop, you're like, oh, man, my fucking wife's such a bitch and my kids are stupid. And you just start talking about yourself. They'd be like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? Like, I'm not here to fucking learn about your problems, dude. So. Start listening more and genuinely listen to people, ask questions, try to learn more about them and and just watch how it changes. Watch how it changes your life and watch how your relationships improve and uh, watch all the friends you make and the more sales you get. And the reason why I always bring sales into this is because life is sales. Even if you don't work in sales or your job has nothing to do with salesmanship, your life does, and your relationships depend on sales. It's all these same techniques work into every aspect of life. That's why that's why you should study it and, and understand it. It'll help you out with fucking everything. Um, now, another thing that kind of goes along with this is uh, criticism and, and, and trying to avoid criticizing people. It's easy to criticize people. It's easy to point out the stupid shit they do. Because everyone does something you don't like. Everyone, nobody's perfect. But before you criticize someone, first of all, you got to know that people hate that shit more than anything. People fucking hate critics. It's just, they do. You're not going to make any friends by criticizing other people and by talking shit. Even if you think you're doing uh, constructive criticism or or you're helping them out and, and, and stuff like that, like, this person's not going to like you after after you say that. So if your goal is to be liked and and get along and like have friends and stuff, maybe you should think for a second before you criticize someone. Think about what you're about to say and how it's going to affect them and how they're going to perceive that and how they're going to perceive you after that. Because a lot of the times whenever when you when you make some little fucking criticizing statement it just inflames the situation and make it it makes shit turn into an argument then it's a fucking dick measuring contest and arguments don't do anything except they just breed resentment they breed hatred and and nobody wins an argument the guy who wins the argument is the guy who walks away from it because you're not going to change that person's mind he already knows what the fuck he thinks and he's just battling with you now so like me i don't even fucking get into arguments anymore if someone wants to argue about something I'll just be like, yeah, you're right. You know, I never thought about it that way. Because I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. It's stressful. It's like, gives you anxiety. It does nothing good for you. And you're not going to change that person's mind through an argument. You you got to do like these weird, subtle manipulation NLP fucking tactics in order to change someone's mind. It's not going to happen through um arguing. <clears throat> 
And you're not doing anyone any favors by criticizing them. There is some, you know, people say constructive criticism. Yeah, it might have its place in some places if some people ask for it and they say, hey, I made this or I wrote this. Could you give me your advice? Could you edit it for me or, or maybe give me advice on how to improve it? Then yeah, okay, of course. Of course you should lend them some constructive criticism in order to make them better. But if you're just that guy who never has anything fucking positive to say and you're always criticizing, you're acting like a fucking know-it-all, people hate that. People are not going to like you. <laughs> it's going to make your life shitty. So don't be that guy. Don't be a critic. Try to find something good to say. That is fucking huge, and I'm guilty of this. It's easy to criticize the world, especially when when you're like studying and trying to understand what's really happening. You realize there's all these fucking conspiracies going on. And uh, all this bullshit, you know, all these all these wrong things. It's easy to criticize, and and it should it does have its place, but usually in your day to day interactions with regular people, it's it would do more good to avoid it, you know. And like a wise person, if some idiot wants to be a fucking idiot, then let them do it. You're not going to change them. You're not going to. They live their whole life like that. They're fucking douchebags then what are you gonna do try to change them in in your little five minute interaction it's not gonna happen so just let them continue being fucking douchebags and just avoid them get them get them out of there man and hang out with people who you do like who you do agree with and who you do get along with because these people will never get it they never will don't waste your time it's not worth it so Instead of criticizing the people you disagree with and arguing with them, even if they're wrong, even if they're completely wrong and you're right, it's not going to do any good. It really, it really won't at most times. So try this: if if someone you're you're arguing with someone, instead of just attacking them and trying to get them, ask questions. Be like, "Why do you think that? Or, or what made you feel that way? What happened in your life that caused you to feel that way?" I'm curious. And don't do it like a dick. Don't 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 act like a dick. Try to be understanding and be genuine. And this this goes back to the listening thing. Is uh, be genuinely interested in in why this person feels that way. Because there's a purpose. There's a reason. Something happened in this person's life. No matter how fucking stupid it seems that they think that. Something happened in their life that caused them to think that what they think makes sense. And you should try to understand that. Because... It'll help you more to be understanding of this crazy idea this person has than to just be like, dude, that's crazy. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, people don't like that. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to help you. So uh, try that. That's a little trick. You know, ask questions. You know, if, if you can't avoid this person, if you can't just walk away and you're in the argument or it's a friend or a, a spouse or whatever, try to just ask questions. And maybe you can. Um, bring them to your side that way there's there's little subtle things you could do and when you speak you don't want to be a know-it-all and this is funny coming from a guy doing a fucking podcast alone talking to himself but uh (laughs) when you're talking to other people like nobody likes the fucking person who's like well actually this is the way it's going it's like you sound like a fucking dick nobody cares how smart you are and you look like a douche so don't be a know-it-all and uh, if you do, if you are trying to interject and drop some knowledge on people, which does have its time and its purpose at times, uh, you can maybe preface it with something. Preface it with a statement that led some doubt into what you're saying. You could say, well, 
you know, I could be wrong, but maybe blah, blah, blah. Or, or it seems to me, you know, I could be wrong, but it seems to me blah, blah, blah. And then people, people will like subconsciously start to side with you because you're showing that weakness in yourself. You're showing your uh, vulnerability. And that's that's an admirable trait to to be vulnerable because everybody's vulnerable, but it's it's something that very few people will show. And uh, when you're trying to be a know it all and fucking act like you know everything, first of all, nobody knows everything. You might be, you might know something about a certain subject. You know, you might know more than the average person. In which case, yeah, sure, drop some knowledge. Are they curious? Do they want to know? Then in that case, yeah, tell them. Uh, but. You know, you'll run into these people who just know everything about everything. And at that point, it's like, okay, dude, whatever. You could just fuck with them at that point and be like, wow, what do you think about fucking nuclear fission? And they'll be like, oh, dude, nuclear fission, I know everything about that. And they'll go and tell you about that. You could be like, well, what do you think of, I don't fucking know, dude, Israel and Palestine. And they'll tell you everything about that and how they fucking are, I don't know, dude. You, We've all met these people, and they suck. And uh, it's just people don't like people who try to act smarter than them because everyone knows that they're the smartest person in the world. And let them be that. Let the other person shine. Let them be smart. Listen to them. Let them speak. And it'll pay off. Now, obviously, to an extent, right? Every every situation, it, everything depends on the situation. <clears throat> but some people you just can't avoid. Some, some situations are... Or just whatever, man. And uh, that's why it's it's so important to have a sense of humor. Don't take shit so seriously, bro. And if, if someone offends you, fuck them. Because a lot of the times when you attack and, and like you, you try to give vengeance or whatever, it just hurts yourself. It doesn't do much for you. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Don't take everything so seriously. If, you, if you're mad about politics, the conspiracies in the world, the fucking chemtrails, the 9-11s, the COVID-19s, what can you do, man? Make fun of it. Fuck it. It's like that that um to mock someone is is worse than to like hurt them. To to make them to make other people laugh at them is a more effective tool than than to like violently attack. That's why it's that's why it sucks that so few comedians are like making fun of our douchebag leaders and the the stupid policies they're doing. Because if if you know, there was a time where they did that, you know. Um, not anymore, though. They just let them get away with anything. But life's a fucking joke, man. Don't take it so seriously. If people don't get it by now, you don't get it. So avoid people with without a sense of humor. These people, they'll fucking murder you. And avoid shit stirrers and these people who just... Yeah, there's certain people you should just avoid. And if someone doesn't have a sense of humor, that's like the fucking number one indication that you got to get away from this motherfucker because that's just no good. Okay, so that's my that's my pep talk. Hopefully you gained something from it. Just to reiterate, you want to have goals, have ideas, and you want to listen. That's it. That's what I said. Now to go into some more um, stuff that's happening right now, I'm just going to briefly talk about some things I do got to go. I got places to be. And you might notice that I'm doing this on a Thursday, and I used to do it on Wednesday. I thought today was fucking Wednesday, and I thought I thought last Thursday was Wednesday, so that's the world I'm living in. I'm on some whole other shit. Uh, something weird that's been happening, switching gears here, is like the government is now admitting to UFOs, and they, it's all over the news. 
So what the fuck is up with that? Is this disinformation? Is it a distraction? Is there some sort of fake UFO invasion incoming? Because we've been talking about that for a long time, or certain people in conspiratorial circles have been. I don't know. I find it very suspicious. I find any news story suspicious, uh, especially when it starts to gain steam, when when something that was on like the fringes of shit like UFOs now becomes fucking mainstream it's a little suspicious it's a little weird i i personally i don't buy the whole fucking alien thing i don't think aliens would come here like why the fuck do they care about us i i think there's other life in the universe of course there could be other life in interdimensional beings right here with us but the idea that aliens are going to come across the universe just to fuck with us or whatever, it just doesn't make sense it seems like a disinformation tactic and there's a lot of fuckery going on with this. And you could read Jim Keith's book, Saucers of the Illuminati. And he provides some pretty compelling evidence that this whole extraterrestrial threat is not extraterrestrial at all, but it's just human. And you got to take into consideration that the technology that the government has, that the Pentagon has, is 50 to 100 years more advanced than the shit they reveal to the public. And think about what we have right now. Like, we got fighter jets that can take off from stationary position. Like, they just go straight up. Like, it's fucking nuts. Think about your iPhone. Like, it's nuts what that shit can do. And there's UFO patents online, like flying saucer patents. I've read them. There's fucking hundreds. I don't know where... The, I'll try to find the link. Um, But... You straight up read them. They're like real patents dating back to like the 50s. So uh, people will say, oh, well, that's when the alien craft crashed and they fucking reverse engineered it. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's aliens here chilling. I don't know. Reptilian underground people. I don't fucking know. I think it, I kind of think it's bullshit. I think it's a distraction. But I do know that there's UFO patents and that the government has some crazy exotic flying fucking saucers. And there's dozens of them online. I read them. Uh, and now there's also ways to project the appearance of a UFO in the sky because the whole sky is ionized. It's like a giant computer. It could be like a holographic screen where you project the image of a fucking UFO. Uh, pair that up with some fucking satellite, space-based lasers, directed energy weapons, bouncing off the ionosphere, whatever. You can make it seem like there's an alien invasion just like Independence Day. And uh, that that's an old plan. They talked about that a long time ago, saying that this is how we could unite the planet overnight, is if there was an external threat that made us realize that, oh, we're all one, because these aliens are trying to kill us. So shit, if COVID didn't work, we're not quite one world government yet, even though we pretty much are. Maybe now it's time for the invasion. But I don't know. There is some weird shit, weird videos that have been put out, and you got to think, okay, is this a real video? Is this fake? I don't know, but you can also take into consideration the technology that we're using now, the the shit with the chemtrails, dude, the fucking, the ionization of the atmosphere. And now, something else that could be going on. I don't know. I don't know about aliens. Maybe there are aliens. Maybe they did come from millions of light years away. I don't fucking know. But one thing I do think is more feasible and makes more sense to me is the idea of interdimensional beings. And... This is like what H.P. Lovecraft writes about and, and Rudolf Steiner and Emanuel Swedenborg and people like that. Like there's there's other creatures and fucking life forms which exist all among us but just in different dimensions and on different wavelengths 
so we can't really perceive them. But maybe what, what's going on with the electromagnetic frequencies and the, the ionization of the atmosphere and just changing this, this realm that we live in with, the, with these frequencies, because everything is frequency. The visible light spectrum which we exist on is very, very small. There's like, it's a fucking just a tiny sliver of the reality which is the electromagnetic spectrum. So it seems to me that there very well could be some other fucking shit, some some sort of, uh, you know, Cthulhu motherfuckers <laughs> rolling around in the fucking ether on some other shit, and maybe they're, they're popping through sometimes. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, you think of CERN. Like, a lot of people have conspiracy theories about the CERN uh, particle collider there in in was it Switzerland or something? What the fuck is up with that? Some people say that's to open up some portal. And you could look and see the 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 fucking opening ceremony that they had when, when CERN opened. And it's very strange. It's it's super like a lot of occult symbolism, very satanic and just weird. And it seems like they're inviting some fucking demons in or some shit. So is there some sort of witchcraft wizardry element? It sounds crazy, but, like, the people who are really in control of the world, they believe in that shit. That's why they use symbolism. That's why there's all this occult symbolism, and, like, they're into some weird shit, man. It's an ancient fucking satanic, weird, Luciferian religion. I don't know. I didn't make it up. I don't fucking... I'm not making this shit up. It's true. You could go back and and read about people like Aleister Crowley and... uh you know, L. Ron Hubbard and Jack Parsons, these dudes all got together. L. Ron Hubbard of, um, well, Aleister Crowley, you know, the son of the beast, 666, maybe George Bush's dad. And then <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard, the creator of Scientology. And then Jack Parsons, the guy who worked for the the NASA, like, jet propulsion lab. So huge, high-up uh, military guy who, who created rockets. Um, these guys all got together in fucking, like, Pasadena, somewhere in L.A. area, and they decided they were going to fucking use some weird sex magic to summon the Antichrist. And that that's a fact. That shit really did happen. You could watch the documentary Going Clear on uh, HBO. It's about Scientology. But um, So powerful people with a lot of sway are, are doing some weird shit to get some motherfuckers from some other dimensions into this world, and they really believe in it. And it seems like they have a lot of power. Maybe there's something to it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the people in control, they believe some crazy shit. The world is very mysterious. It's much more mysterious than what we want to admit. Pretty much every religion talks about some sort of demon realm that exists somewhere out there that can sometimes visit our realm and fuck with us and... You know, you think about things like sleep paralysis and, and shit like that, or like Bigfoot or fucking the Chupacabra or some shit. There's some weird shit going on. Who knows? And uh, you could read people like Rudolf Steiner. He has some like far out stuff about the way this, this world really works and the spiritual aspect of it too. And same with people like Emanuel Swedenborg and, you know, like Edgar Casey and stuff like that. So interesting people to uh, to look up. And uh, moving on from aliens to uh, mind control vaccines. People are supposedly magnetic after getting this vaccine. Have you guys seen this? There's videos online circulating where someone puts a fucking magnet to their arm after they get the vaccine and it just like sticks there. And uh, it, it, it's got to make you question like, 
what the fuck is really going on with this thing? Why why would that happen? And kind of suspicious, right? Well, everything, like the way our mind works is through electromagnetic waves. The way thoughts work is through electromagnetic waves. So maybe it makes sense that, you know, they want to inject some sort of uh, magnetic thing into you as some sort of like antenna for their fucking 5G waves, their 5G mind control waves. Now, obviously, this is all speculation. I have no evidence of this. I don't know. But it just seems weird that people are suddenly magnetic after getting this vaccine that the government wants everyone to get for this fucking pandemic that's like we hardly even notice is happening. You know, more people are dying from the vaccine than from the fucking virus, which is just a rebranding of the flu. So everything is like very suspicious. Is it that far out? To, to, to think about this, you could look up this thing called magnetogenetics. And this is uh, where they use magnetic fields to fucking mind control animals and stuff. And why would why would anyone want to mind control an animal? It's all to, to experiment on humans. They just got to do it on animals. Like, they publish that shit. But it's all, it's all to control human beings. That's what government's always been about. So it's just kind of interesting to think about this, like, hmm, okay, people are magnetic after the vaccine? Like, wait a second. Could the vaccine contain some sort of, like, antenna-like nanoparticulates that are being used to attract the fucking 5G mind control signal that's now inundating the planet? It sounds fucking crazy, obviously. There's a little fucking far out. I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening, but it's fun to speculate on and kind of crazy. The technology exists. I'm just throwing it out there. You can look up uh, Dr. Jose Delgado. In the 50s, he put a fucking stimoceiver, this little device he created, into a bull's brain. And then he had the bull rush him and like act like he was going to kill him. And then he flipped this switch on this little fucking controller he had and the bull stopped dead in his tracks. So the, the mind control technology using radio frequencies, using electromagnetic frequencies, is old. And it's it's been perfected now. Now it's moved into the nano nanotechnology and shit. Could you put microchips, nanotechnology in the vaccines? Well, this is like mainstream shit now. They want everyone to have a microchip in them that's tracking their fucking everything they do, man. So I don't know. Just kind of speculating here. I don't know what's going on. Seems a little weird to me, but uh not saying that's exactly what's happening, but that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass on the vaccine. Anyways, I hope you gained something out of this talk. I got to go. I'm going to go ride my bike down a mountain. Uh, Peace out. Thanks for listening. Check out this song. Uh, I'll join you next week. Oh, yeah. Go to homagetheliankiller.com if you want to support. Buy something from me. Peace out. Now Lil Terry got a gun he got from the store He bought it with the money he got from his chores He robbed the candy shop, told her lay down on the floor Put the cookies in the bag, take the pennies out the drawer Look, Khalil got a gun he got from the rebels To kill the infidels and American devils A bomb on his waist, a mask on his face Prays five times a day and listens to heavy metal Little Alex got a gun he took from his dad That he snuck into school in his black book bag His black nail polish, black boots and black hat He gon' blow away the bully that just pushed his ass Pushed his ass, pushed his ass, pushed his ass Another man today 
Shot him in his back as he ran away Then I blew up his hunt with a hand grenade Cut his wife though, then she put her hands to pray Just five more dogs, then we can get a soccer ball That's what my commander say How old? Well I'm like 10, 11 Been fighting since I was like 6 or 7 Now I don't know much about where I'm from But I know I strike fear everywhere I come Government want me dead so I wear my gun I really want the rocket launcher but I'm still too young This candy give me courage not to fear no one To feel no pain and hear no tongue So I hear no screams and I shed no tear If I'm in your dreams then you're in this near Get to weapon, get to weapon, we're Now here comes the march of the boy brigade A macabre parade of the toys he made And shamogs and shades who look half his age About half the size of the flags they wave And camouflage suits made to fit youths Cause the ones off the dead soldiers hang a little loose With AK-47s that they shooting in the heaven Like they trying to kill a Jetson who struggles little recruits Cute, smileless, heartless, violent Childhood destroyed, devoid of all childish ways Can't write their own names Or read the words that's on their own graves Think you gangster popped a few rounds These kids have come through and murder a Whole town, then sit back and smoke and watch it burn down. The grave gets deeper the further we go down. It's Imagine if I had to console the families of those slain I slayed on game consoles I aim my hole, right trigger to squeeze Press up and wide, one less nigga breathe Beat for the bombs, press pause for your moms Make the room silent, she don't approve of violent games She leave, resume activity Starting blue hearts apart, sharp wizardry On next part, I insert code To sweeten up the little person's murder workload I tell them he work for CIA with A I operative, I operate this game all day I hold a controller connected to the soldier With weapons on his shoulder, he's only saying it's older than me, me, playful but serious, now keep that online for online experience, uh.